Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. The way a dominant will see you is from a position of care and love and the structure and the rules that they give you are ones that from the outside looking in that they want, that they feel that you need for your betterment. There's no sex going to happen on this first meet and greet. It's really just so that I can establish whether or not I'm attracted to you and want your dick in me. And you can establish whether or not you're attracted to me and you want to put your dick in my pussy. You can have a guy with a really, really big dick and not, and he doesn't know how to use it. And if he's just like ramrodding you, ramrodding you, ramrodding you, and he's got no stroke game, what good is that? I'm just in the mood for some anal lately, I'm telling you. Woof, I don't know what's come over me. Like, I want it bad. I kind of want it rough, too. And then you're going to work your way down and you're going to play with my nipples because, oh my God, the minute you do, it's like bolts of electricity going right to my clit and it's going to start to throb and that pussy is going to get so, so wet. Hey guys, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla, your host. All right, so it's been a while since I've done a Q&A, and I'm so sorry about that, guys. I've been a little backed up. You know, I have, sometimes it gets a little overwhelming. I have messages that come into my email. I have messages that come to the website on via the voicemails, which I love. Those are my favorite, as you guys know. Leave me voicemails. Love it, love it, love it. I get actual messages contact me messages from the website. Then I get my DMs. Did I leave anything else? My DMs on my different social medias. So there's a lot of different places I go to where messages are piling up. And sometimes, won't lie, I get a little behind. Okay, sometimes a lot behind. And I'm not getting back to people quickly. I try to get back to people within 72 hours. You know, I prefer 24, but it doesn't always work that way. Honestly, the fastest response is going to be the voicemails because those are quick. I can talk them through. I get to personalize them. They're my favorite. So if you guys want a really quick response and you want a personalized message from me and you get to hear my voice speaking directly to you, go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com and click on the leave me a voicemail tab on the right hand side. And that's probably the fastest way. Now I'm not knocking any way that you want to reach out to me. I'm always so grateful. I love hearing from you guys. And I realized, you know, it's been a long time since I've done a q and I can't quite remember remember the last time I did one. And I do, I am a little behind on messages. So this is kind of perfect for me. It's going to help me get back to everybody. You get to hear my responses. We get to share them on a podcast. You get to hear your name on a podcast and I get to be efficient. Before I jump into that, guys, I want to say a huge thank you. A huge thank you. Oh my gosh. I didn't even realize this. I stumbled across this the other day. I'm so proud. Let me just piss on my, on my own porch here for a second. So as I'm searching for shows, I'm reaching out to people because I'd like to be a guest on their show and also have them be a guest on my show. I search the iTunes top 100 sex podcasts and I'm cruising through there, cruising through there, you know, and I'm like, okay, so I get to the top 50. I'm like looking, looking, looking. Lo and behold, who is number 26? Yours truly. Mwah. 
Now it changes week to week. That was a couple weeks ago. It's changed. I went from 26 to like 47 and then back up to 36 or back to or up to 36. It just it changes weekly depending on everybody's downloads. But I am consistently in the top 50 of all sex podcasts on iTunes. Guys, this is a big deal, but iTunes is the largest syndicator of podcasts, hands down. 90, I would say 90 to 95% of all my downloads come from iTunes. So this is a big deal. So to be consistently in their top 50 of sex podcasts. So in my genre, I'm up there with some of these big hitters. I was, <laughs> I'm seriously, I'm flabbergasted. I still don't even know how to take it. I'm always the last to know about these things, by the way. It's classic for me. Like it, something explodes and I'm like, oh, did it? What happened? You know, <laughs> the world according to Layla is sometimes I've just got my head up in the clouds quite a bit. And um, anybody that's dated me will tell you that like princess is in her own little world. It's like, doo, doo, doo. but anyway, this was just so nice to see. And again, I want to just give a huge thank you to you guys, the listeners, for supporting the show, continuing to listen. And I'm blown away. I'm just, I'm blown away. I'm humbled. Thank you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Okay. So come on, let's keep this momentum going. Keep downloading, keep listening to me. And if you like the show and you are comfortable telling a friend about it, please spread the word as much as you can. I just appreciate that so much. I have done All of my growth has been through word of mouth and organic and just through social media. I mean, I haven't had any kind of advertising, special articles written about me. It's really just been because people truly like the show and they listen and someone else listens and they like it and they stay listening. So again, I just want to thank you guys so, so much. I'm really, really in awe. I mean, I'm still like, can't get over it. And I check it every week now and I'm like, look, I'm still there. (laughs) Anyhow. Um, so thank you for that lovely surprise. Okay. Let's jump into the questions. We've got some good ones. Okay. Hey, Layla, I've been loving your podcast. Your voice is amazing and definitely locks me into a roller coaster of ideas and definitely broadens my own horizons. Thank you for your amazing work and your efforts to do you do in adding value to your listeners' lives in one way or another. I'd like to ask you for some advice. I've considered myself a normal straight male until I met my ex-girlfriend who had a fetish for cross-dressing feminization. I was reluctant at first, but eventually found Pandora's box opening in my feminine side. I've loved it, and she's pushed it with me some experiences, which as much as I love seeing it on girls, nails, high heels, etc., but now got added appreciation for women and major respect for what ladies go through to look good. We did indulge in anal play, and obviously that was surprisingly amazing for me too. She planted the seed and it's grown to the point where I feel like I should experience pleasing a man and possibly considering transitioning should it go well going forward. How can I explore this fetish and see who that makes within me? I hope this makes sense. Once again, thanks for the phenomenal and fun podcasts, Roxy from South Africa. Okay, Roxy, first of all, thank you for listening all the way from South Africa. Yay. Okay. I, this is a big subject. You got me on a big subject. First of all, in the same vein that I've done this whole Curious Girl Diaries podcast and, you know, what I kind of uh, euphemoricalist, no, how would you say that as a euphemism? Is there a word for euphemoricalistically? No, that's not a word. Anyway, as I say, I call this my sexual road trip. 
it sounds like you're starting, you have started a sexual road trip and kudos to you for wanting to explore and go deeper with it. I am so, so for this. If it turns you on and you enjoy it, go for it. It's like, like I experienced with the BDSM. I had no idea, was not expecting it. It was a bucket list item. Did not know how submissive I was. I never thought of myself that way. It was almost, I would say, maybe a little bit at first a knock to my ego a little bit because I always thought, no, I'm this type A. I'm this I'm this go-getter, strong. I can do this on my own, you know, female, blah, 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 all that yada, yada, all that garbage. Well, what I realized, and it sounds like what you're realizing too, is that you don't really have to, you don't necessarily have to give up, you know, being a man. You still have characteristics of your masculinity and your manhood. And this is a kink. This is something that explores deeper parts of you that are in there that are parts of you. And congratulations for getting in touch with those and wanting to explore further. So when you did, there was one thing I wasn't sure when you said that you are, you want to experience pleasing man and you're considering transitioning. I'm not sure what you mean by transitioning. Are you talking about actually like transgender transitioning? Like living your life as a woman? Or are you thinking about just continuing with the kink side of this, the fetish side of this, where you are exploring parts of your sexuality in the feminization, cross-dressing. I don't know if you're going to get into like the sissification, that kind of a thing. There's so many different offshoots. It's kind of like, you're right. Once you open this up, once you open yourself to this stuff, so many different doors open. And once you step through that door, it just, it goes on and on. And you don't really know how deep down the rabbit hole you're going to go. But my best suggestion to you is find sites where they're supporting this kind of stuff. Now, there's all kinds of fetish sites and, you know, there's adultfriendfinder.com. You can search people by specific kinks. I don't know if you can do it on Tinder because I'm not on Tinder. I know you can do this on uh, like FetLife and you might try also Lifestyle Lounge, different places like that, that, you know, that support all things kink. And I'm sure you could also do some Google searches on where you can find clubs and groups and things like that, where you would find people that have gone through this before you and, you know, that were kind of newbies at it too, where you could start exploring it. But I'm sorry if I don't have all the best references, but what I want to say is you're on the right track. Definitely go with it. It's funny. We all have that one person, I think, that sort of turns us on to something. And you'll always remember that ex as the one who set you down this, this course, you know, this path. And I'm super excited for you, Roxy, and just go for it and know that you can, this is just a part of you. It's an extension of who you are. It doesn't mean that that changes who you thought you were before that. You know, I'm still that type A go-getter female who just, by the way, also happens to love being with a man that knows how to be a man and who knows how to handle a woman like me and that I want to submit to and that I actually enjoy taking that hat, that weight off of me. And they're, you know, they care about, they care about my well-being and looking out for me and and then the great sex that comes along with that and all the fun stuff we do in the bedroom. It's very diverse and it's these types of transitions and roles and things become a part of you and it's a mindset, you know, and it just is 
It'll help you, I think, discover and make more sense probably about past relationships, about why you're wired certain ways, specific ways. So I'm just super excited with you for you, Roxy. And I really hope, please keep in touch with me. I mean, will you update me, please, on how this goes and what, you know, what you uncover and, you know, kind of your little journey. If you should start a podcast, honestly, really, you should start a podcast about this. Start documenting it. It's really, you're gonna, you know, there's other people that, will reach out to you and give you resources and that might be going through the same thing. So I would recommend uh, documenting this, Roxy. All right. So I can't wait to hear back from you. I hope that helps. Okay, take care. Okay, the next question. I remember listening to your episode about the used collar with you and Sir Inc. in it. (laughs) You guys are hilarious, by the way. I was wondering what you're doing or have done with yours now that you are no longer anyone's sub. Do you miss the structure and the rules that that dynamic gave you? Are you actively looking to find another dominant? P.S. I always enjoyed hearing the two of you together on your show. The chemistry is palpable. Team Cowboy in all the way. From G. Okay, G. Wow, there's a lot there. Oh my gosh. And this is not a... You just you just got right on in there, didn't you, G? Okay. <laughs> Let me see where I'm going to start with this one. Oh, the collar. You're asking me if I still... Wondering what you've done with it now that you're, I'm no longer anyone's sub. Like, are you asking me, like, did I throw it away? Did I smash it with a hammer? Did, what did I do with it? Well, that's a good question. Nobody's asked me that. So I guess here's some dish. We're going to get into it. Okay, drum roll, please. I still have it. It's actually just sitting exactly where I left it, where I put it back or we put it back after we used it and for the last time. And uh, I haven't looked at it. I haven't touched it. I can't bring myself to part with it, but I don't know what to do with it. I, you know, I don't like put it on and wear it around and that kind of a thing. And I certainly would never wear it with anybody else. I don't know. It's really kind of interesting. I've thought about this, like, what am I supposed to do with it? Like, I can't part with it, you know, because it's something that meant so much and still means so much, you know, and it's has huge significance for me. So, but you know, I don't, but I literally, I haven't even had the courage to like look at it. I don't know why, but I just, it's really literally, it's sitting in my nightstand and I have some books on top of it. And uh, so I don't have to see the box, (laughs) but I haven't, I haven't even, I just can't bring myself to to even touch it. And uh, it's weird, but it sits right there. It's so, it's, that close to me every night. It's very strange. I know. Yeah, that's, that's it. And so that's also a strange thing to read that you just said, you know, now that I'm no longer anyone's sub, that was kind of like, oh, oof. it kind of just like, <laughs> kind of, kind of like, I felt that I felt that when I read that. And do I miss the structure and the dynamic and the rules that I that it gave me? Let's see, how do I put this? I'm. It, it's really more who gave me those rules in that structure because that comes from a place of somebody caring for you and looking out for you. And that's what I miss more than the actual structure. Uh, I'm very structured, but the way a dominant will see you is from a position of care and love and the structure and the rules that they give you are ones that from the outside looking in that they want, that they feel that you need for your betterment and to stay safe, to be protected, to help you make good decisions, to help you with your mindset. And so 
I think what I, that's what I, you know, I miss that having that type of caring coming my way constantly, whether it's through a text or a phone call or an actual, like him telling me not to do something. Yeah. You know, it's more about that, I think, than just, I don't have now all of a sudden I'm just this hot mess that lacks structure and, you know, common sense. And I can't even find my way out of a paper bag. No, you know, I've never been that person anyway. I've always been very independent and type A. So it's more just the, it's the sentiment behind all that and where it comes from and who it came from. So yeah, that would be what I'd probably miss. And then what is, oh, the last part of this, are you actively looking to find another dominant? Um, no, I'm not actively looking. I don't think I'll ever actively look. I just think that I'm drawn to men like that. I mean, they're, my radar's up for it, but I'm not, you know, like, again, like I'm not in this, I have to have somebody, if this person can't fill that role in my life anymore, then somebody has to. And, you know, by golly, I'm going to make it happen and I'm going to go find a replacement. No, not at all. I would rather it happen, you know, kind of like it happened with him, just organically. And it, you know, at some point, I hope it comes back around. You know, I hope I do have something like that again in my life. And, but I, I just feel like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I feel like it'll happen if it's if it's supposed to. And I don't mean to sound like, oh, if it's meant to be, it will be. It's just the right, you know, you can't force circumstances or the right people to come in and come out and it will or it won't. And but it's it's such a it's such an amazing dynamic and it's such a thing to experience. And I definitely want that again, for sure. But I don't want to force it. I just don't want to force it. So, yeah. Yes, I know. And you're not the only one that's Team Cowboy N, by the way. I get a lot of messages and, you know, people that start from the beginning and they haven't gotten to, they don't, they're in the beginning. And they're listening to our relationship. And so for them, you know, they're listening to the podcast where we're together. And for them, it's, they're, they're right deep smack in the middle of it. And they don't know, <laughs> they don't know what's coming. So I, um, I never tell them, but then, but I do, it's kind of strange to have to hear about everybody's perspective and pretty frequently. I get a lot of, you know, messages about him and people make always, you know, very positive comments and things like that. And so I'm always kind of, I'm always living it a little bit, reliving it a little bit. And sometimes it's hard, but that is what it is when you decide to share, share things like that. They're evergreen. The stuff lives on. (laughs) It's going to live on. So in some ways there's a little romantic side of me that, that likes the idea of that. And then other times it's like, it can be a little kick in the gut. So double-edged, but I would never trade it. I would never, never take any of it back. Okay. So I hope I answered your question. Okay. Next one. How do you date so consistently? Lately, I've been experiencing so many flakes and fakes. It's frustrating. You've really inspired me to get out there and explore, but I'm a little discouraged. Frustrated in Phoenix. (laughs) Okay. Frustrated in Phoenix. Okay. You know, I'm glad you brought this up. I almost honestly did a podcast about this because I was just on this subject. I was talking to somebody the other day that I did meet on one of my little hookup sites and we had quite a lovely long phone conversation and got to this stuff. We're always talking about how's it going for you? What's it like? What's your experience like? And I guess what I like knowing on some level is that you're not alone. (laughs) And I want to, I hope it doesn't seem like that 
I never get stood up or people don't flake out on me. If I haven't emphasized it enough, it's usually just because once it happens, I just kind of like, that person is literally scratched off my list. I mean, they are donezo. And so I'm like a one striker, you know, I have a one strike rule. You don't need to show me but once that you're a flake. That's it. I mean, literally, that is it. So, and I'm very, very, I watch everything that someone says and does. A lot of times people think I'm not paying attention, but the things that matter to me and that are important, I notice right away. My radar is up for that stuff. So I get it too. Don't worry, frustrated, (laughs) frustrated in Phoenix. I'll call you FIP. Don't worry, FIP. I go through the same thing. I get people that I get the same stuff that men complain about with women. You know, they say, I don't want somebody that just wants to chit chat and chit chat and chit chat. Well, I don't either, quite frankly. I And I don't want to just chit chat and chit chat. I hate to sit and type. That's why I'm always encouraging you guys, please leave me voicemails. <laughs> That's why I actually take the, do you notice? These are all written stuff that you guys send me, these questions. So I lump them into a podcast like this so that I can talk it through and I don't have to sit and type. I have the gift of gab, guys. I don't have the magic fingers. I'm terrible. <laughs> so at typing, that's why I gave up on blogging. It's not my thing. But anyway, so, you know, they they want to chit chat. They don't actually want to put up or shut up. They don't want to meet and they don't want to get down to business. I have a very clear cut way that I like to do things. It's okay. First of all, have we established that there's interest here? Great. Next step, we set a time where we meet. This is a meet and greet. This is not a I want to fuck you when I meet you. No, there's no sex going to happen on this first meet and greet. It's really just so that I can establish whether or not I'm attracted to you and want your dick in me. And you can establish whether or not you're attracted to me and you want to put your dick in my pussy. Once we establish that meeting face to face, then we'll set a date to consummate the things that we want to do sexually, right? So that's how I do it. And There's guys that literally, they just want to chit-chat and chit-chat and chit-chat. They won't ever actually pull the trigger and ask, like, move it along. I just stop, I just stop responding to those guys. There's guys that will set a date and then, you know, I've had, I've been, has it happened two or three times? I forget now. It's either twice or three times over this past five and a half years where some, where I've just flat out been stood up. I mean, I'm literally at the place to have our meet and greet and I get stood up, which to me is the absolute, there's no, that is probably one of the rudest, most inconsiderate things you can do. In this day and age, you know, where pick up your phone, send a text, you could just say, I'm not coming. You don't have to explain, but at least I'm not sitting there. So that has happened to me. I think I'm trying to remember, like I said, has it been two or three times? It's two or three. And then I just recently had, here's a good one. I just recently had, I was supposed to go on a trip. I had booked it. And this is the first time I, this I was just a little bold for me. I talked to this guy several times and, you know, we'd done a lot of FaceTiming and we were going to meet in New Orleans. So I was like, great, this will be fun. And I was just willing to go for it. I'm like, it can't, how bad can it be? I've talked to the guy on the phone. He's very cute and I'm attracted. Yep. You know, as long as, and I've asked him several times, like, you're not lying about your height, right? You're not lying about your height. <laughs> you're single. You're da da da. You know, I mean, again, someone could be totally lying to me. And then when they show up, they could, he could have been five, four. I would have had to decide what to do at that point. But at any rate, so we were supposed to fly out on through on a Thursday. And then on Monday, I think it was, Monday evening, you know, because I texted him. I'm like, hey, did you book the room? Did you book the room? And then 
he says, oh, you're going to kill me. I'm going ha- to have to push it back a week. And I was just like, you know, you obviously knew you were going to have to push it back a week well before this. And I make arrangements in my scheduling. I rework. I have appointments. Generally, every Thursday I have I have standing appointments that I just, in order to make things easier for me, I always book things on a Thursday. So I had to reorganize everything. I was flying out on Thursday, push things forward, push things back, move things around, coordinate pet sitter, you know, that kind of stuff. There's just a lot of moving parts. And so when he said that, I just said, no, that's all right. You know what? I think I'm going to go without you and I'll just make the best of it. (laughs) I'm not going to push back. I'm not going to reschedule. And, you know, so there you have it. I will not... If somebody starts just showing me the little stuff in the beginning, that's all I need to see. I already know you're a fucking flake and you don't have respect for people's time. And nobody taught you, you know, nobody taught you this, but I'll be the one to tell you it's rude and it's disrespectful. Pull your shit together. This is not how a real man acts. So don't worry, FIP. You and I are in the same boat. We're all in the same boat. And like I said, over the years, I talked to plenty of people. It's a shit show. It's a total fucking shit show. Welcome to the shit show. You're the ringleader. It literally is that bad. But all that said, if you look at my, look at this podcast, look at the body of work, (laughs) look at all the great guys that I've met along the way and had great relationships with and still have really great friendships with all over all this time. It has absolutely been worth it. I wouldn't trade one ding dong. I wouldn't say I wouldn't take on all of it because overall, it's been the best experience, the most fun, and I love it. So yes, you're going to have to put up with some ding-dongs. You're going to have to kiss a few frogs. You're going to be disappointed. You'll be stood up. You'll All that stuff. It happens to me too. I am not I, I have no special immunity from this. And I think, now, again, I'm not going to, I hope this doesn't come off sounding vain, but especially what they know about me with my whole backstory and everything, the fact that they still decide to flake on me, I'm like, okay, these guys are not only just inconsiderate, but they're not that smart. <laughs> and I'm happy that they self-eliminated. Thank you very much. Really, literally, I'm like, Thank you for self-eliminating. Like, you saved me the trouble. It would be worse if I went and met with them and actually let them put their dick in me and then they do the one-hit wonder or whatever. Because really, when they're this inconsiderate, they're not that great in bed. That's the other side of it. They're not just going to show up and rock my world. They're going to show up and be mediocre. And quite frankly, you guys know, I am not about having mediocre sex. There is Life is too short for that, really. It really, really is. I mean... Oh, there are things in life that you can just have be okay. Sex to me is just not one of them. And I hope if you're listening to this podcast, it's not one of those things for you either. Okay, so there you go. No, it's not easy. It's not easy. And if I've ever made it look easy, I want to take this opportunity to correct any misgivings or any misinformation. It's work. It's like a job. Like if you want to date like I do and ramp it up like I do, you got to get some thick skin and you just got to jump in there and crank that wheel. I mean, turn it. You got to be like a machine. You've got to be like a machine about it. Systematic and just, and don't, you know, it's like, okay, this one's out. This one's out. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, good. I found a good one. Yes. Let's do fun stuff with him. And you got to keep the process going. It's like a sales cycle. Anyway, there we go. So sorry for FIP. No, I don't have any words of wisdom. I don't have any magic. It's just that you'll get better at spotting this stuff right away. And so, like I said, you just, you don't have to show me very much before I'm like, oh, you're out. And I mean, I mean it. Like, there's no coming back. 
there's no coming back. You you guys have heard that over the years. There have been guys where that they they'll try to come back or they'll they go radio silent and then they pop back on there and it's like, oh well, you know, I'm really sorry. Can I take you out? Yeah, I accept your apology, but no, you can't take me out. No. No thanks. I just I hope you do better. Good luck. <laughs> All right. Let's see, what's the next? Oh, oh, I know. Wait, there is one more little point I wanted to make about this because I was also talking to this about, there's a, I don't know if you guys ever, have you guys ever listened to the Crazy Truth podcast? It's a, there's a guy, his name's Cole, him and his wife, Miss Amanda, they do this podcast called Crazy Truth Podcast. Well, they also uh, reached out to me a while back and they have this channel called fullswapradio.com where they have a bunch of sex podcasts, all just all different kinds, all for all different genres, all different kinks and offshoots and you know, whatever you're into, they've pretty much got it covered. So if you want like a good mix of sex podcasts, you should go to fullswapradio.com. Yours truly is on there. My show's on there on Thursday. So give you can, these are um, current episodes and back episodes too. Venus, the Cacultress is also on there, by the way. You guys remember Venus when I interviewed her several months back. She's on there too. Anyway, you know, we were kind of talking about this with, you know, with our podcast and other podcasters and things like that, you know, that... We're not sitting here trying to make up any content. And Cole and his wife are swingers. And so I know they probably go through the same shit too, you know, where it's just like you got flakes, you got people that, you know, are supposed to be showing up and they don't. And it's hard. Anytime you have to rely or depend on other people, shit can go weird. But so it's just, unfortunately, guys, nobody escapes it. It's just life. It's just the way it is. I don't have any special magic for that. Just get better at your weeding process. But again, guys, I do recommend if you want to check out the podcast, Crazy Truth Podcast, and also fullswapradio.com. And there's a nice grouping of uh, cool sex podcasts that you might just, and, and the station runs, I believe, around the clock. So there's always something playing, always something on. If you're just in the mood for some random sexiness and you don't know what to listen to, you're like, Pop over there and there'll be something on. You don't have to sit there and try to sift through iTunes or wherever you go and pick a good one. Okay. Oh, here's the next question. I'm super insecure about the size of my dick. I'm a tall guy, 6'5", but my dick is not quite six inches. I'm super confident, but this one thing makes me question myself. And I always worry the first time I have sex with a woman that she will be disappointed. Hmm. This is from Scott. Okay, Scott. Well, first of all, You've already just like knocked it out of the park in my book for being 6'5". Yes. And so I'm able to speak to this personally because I have had guys that are 6'5", 6'4", 6'5", really tall, right? And you think, everybody thinks, yeah, the, you know, the drapes match the curtains, right? You're big guy. He's going to have a big dick. No, I know. It doesn't always coincide. Sometimes the shortest guys I've ever seen have got the biggest ones. It's like, I don't know. Maybe the growth hormone <laughs> didn't go to the height. It just went somewhere else. <laughs> but don't worry. Okay, Scott. I personally don't care about the size, the length per se. What I care about is that it gets hard. The hardness is the most important thing. If your dick gets hard and it stays hard, then that's a big bonus right there. The other thing is how you use it. You can have a guy with a really, really big dick and not, and he doesn't know how to use it. And if he's just like ramrodding you, ramrodding you, ramrodding you, and he's got no stroke game, what good is that? You got to mix it up. Sometimes you want those ramrod moments. You want all that on your A spot. I mean, yeah, 
And then at other times you want it nice and slow and deep. Sometimes you want like, you want circles, like go all the way around inside of her. Hit different spots, different angles and vary the tempo. And, you know, just don't just be sitting there pumping away like a, like a machine, like a drill. It, nobody really, I don't know any women that, I've never met a woman that just says, all I want is, is just the jackhammer, just jackhammer me. I know that's what you see in the porno. That's the male fantasy. I get it. But Scott, don't worry. That's not the female fantasy. Okay. And we, I think most women that I know are very lenient about how big it is or it isn't. And now there, that being said, of course, there's some size queens. Yeah, that's their thing. You know, I would consider myself a height queen, right? That's my thing. You got to be tall. I like a big guy. But no, I don't think you should worry. I don't think you should not be confident. It's really, it's about how good of a lover are you? I mean, there's just so much you can do. How good's your mouth? How good are your fingers? How's your stroke game? How do you touch a woman? What do you do beforehand before you're even getting her naked? I mean, 90% of this stuff is going on outside of the bedroom. You're just putting the icing on the cake when you actually are doing the act. So yeah, don't worry. There's a lot of other areas to be super strong in. So I would say, put this out of your head. Don't worry. I doubt you're disappointing any women. And if she is disappointed, again, it's not, you don't need to take it personally. If she's a size queen, she's a size queen. It's like, if I was disappointed, if I like short guys and you showed up, I'd be like disappointed. Well, you know, you can't really do anything about that. You're tall. You are who you are. All right. So, all right, sweetheart. I hope that helps. Don't worry about it. I think you're good to go. Okay. Next question or comment as questions. Okay. I'm super interested in your Patreon. I went to try and find it, but I didn't see it. When is it ready? And what are the tiers? I'm so excited. I can't wait to join. Bill W. Okay. Well, so uh, I don't want to give away all the little things, but basically the way the tiers are, you know, is it's going to be, um, I'm going to have a section called like the story behind the story, which is, that's really juicy. That's where I'm going. I'm just getting into all the stuff I didn't say, giving you little backstories, things I left out. It's going to get a whole lot more personal. So it's really almost going to be a whole new version, a sub genre of five years of this podcast. And I'm going to go year by year with it. So there's going to be a lot to listen to. It'll be great. I mean, like if you love what you heard, there's even more, there's an expansion of, you know, just about every podcast. I won't have, I won't do it every podcast. I'll probably lump some of them together by season, but I'm really going deep. And so this is only going to be for patrons, you know, stuff that, you know, it's just, this is our little secret kind of private stuff. And then I'll have, uh, obviously, you're going to get to see me. So that's exciting. I'm really excited. Once a month, we'll have, you know, we'll do a live, I'll do a live broadcast and we get to interact and I might have special guests on there on those live broadcasts. I'm still kind of working with that format. I would love to be able to see everybody. I just have to find the right way to do that. It may just start out like where, you know, it's sort of like, it's just a live broadcast and you guys can see me and I can't see you. And then I'm as I move along and get more advanced with it, I'll figure out how I could actually bring somebody on and show them as a guest. I know the 
software that I have will do that. So I can actually get to see you guys and interact with you. And it'll be very fun. And, it, you know, it can be more personal. I mean, I just, it'll be behind the paywall. And, you know, we, we just get to do a lot more private stuff. And then let's see, what else am I going to have? There's also going to be another tier where if somebody wants to, it's kind of like an exclusive level tier. I'm only going to have maybe five spots for that one because I just don't, I don't want a lot of people really, I, quite frankly, I don't want a lot of people in that tier where we do phone calls every month, one-on-one phone calls, and that you also get to be a guest on the show or you get to pick a specific subject and I'll work with you one-on-one and we'll build a podcast together and then I'll do the podcast if you don't want to be on the show with me. But uh, if you guys remember, I had one of my text members from my texting group on a, on a podcast and that was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. That was probably one of the most fun things I've done because he didn't know what I was going to ask him. And just then to find out about his sex life because he has a very active, very fun sex life. And to pull that out of him, not, I mean, not like I had to pull it out of him. He volunteered it. He was very open and honest and answered these questions. And the stuff I uncovered, it was like, whoa, I mean, you just can't make this stuff up. It was great. If you guys haven't listened to that episode, oh God, what was it called? I'm so awful. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, guys, I'm going to, I'll post that episode in the, um, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. That was with Jewel, JK, we call him JK. And he was the one that had the 52 chopsticks in his ass. Like, you should have seen my face when he said that. I was just like, and actually I was in Utah at the time and Cowboy N was sitting there and he heard it and he was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> 52 chapters. The look on both of our faces was like, what, huh? Did he just say that? Yeah, he really said that. Anyway, it was a great interview. I love him. He is a great guy and it's just fun to, you know, to really get to know the listener and just know you guys better is very fun. So that'll be ongoing. It'll be very fun and interactive community. You get to message me directly, all that stuff, you know, just all the fun stuff that we can do privately that I can't do as much of on, you know, just a nationally broadcasted podcast. So this will be very fun. This will be our private little world. Okay, let's see. Did I answer all your questions? I think so. Yes. Oh, one thing though, I'll tell you, I've got to give a shout out to Andrew Sims. Guys, if any of you are if you're if you're creating content, you're a content creator and you want to you want to start a Patreon and you're not sure or even if you want to start doing podcasting, I think I'm pretty sure he also helps people get podcasts started. Andrew is great. I have had two sessions with him. Literally, he took me from like stuck, you know, it's part of the reason why it was taking me so long because I just had all these questions. I'm trying to look up the answers. Boy, he just boom, streamlined it for me. I get on the call with him. We go for an hour and man, he knocks it out of the park for me. And I'm, I have shortened my learning curve tremendously. I, and I searched and searched the internet. I searched YouTube everywhere. Like you couldn't find somebody that would actually, you could hire to tutor you in Patreon. I even went to, you know, where I hire all the people that do work for me on upwork.com. I couldn't get his, I couldn't find him. You know, I mean, I, I just needed to find someone like him. He's the only person I found. He's amazing, by the way. So if anybody's thinking about starting a Patreon or a podcast, he does one-on-one coaching. I highly recommend him. He's smart, efficient, gets it done, and he's helped me fast-track this thing. You guys would be waiting another couple months without a doubt if I hadn't found him. So Andrew Sims, you can go to his website at impact.hypable.com. Again, I will put this in the show notes. Go to curiousgirldiaries.com and under this episode, I will put a link there for him because he's just great. I just cannot say enough about him. Okay. 
Next question. Hello, Layla. I'm a longtime listener and I love your show. I've recently noticed I'm not as wet as I used to be when having sex. I know you've mentioned quite a bit. You're always very wet. What are you doing? Any secrets you can share? Men, um, huh. This is from, what, oh, oh, shoot. Where did your name go? Julie. Okay. Julie, Julie, Julie. All right, Julie. I, oh boy, you know, it's Julie, I got to tell you something. It's, it's almost a bit of a curse. I am always just pretty wet. You know what I think it is though? Honestly, I mean, look guys, I am, I do a sex podcast. I'm always thinking about topics to do. I'm looking for people to interview. So I'm listening to their sex podcasts. I am actively dating. I'm running that like a machine. You know, I'm, I'm just like, I have my system. I'm working my system. I see a guy I'm, you know, I'm always looking at eye candy. I'm like, Oh, he's hot. Oh yes. You know, like I have this stimulation. It's always ongoing. Women, if we commit to it on that level, if we commit to our sexiness, I guess, or staying sex-minded, I honestly think you will notice an uptick in your own wetness level because that starts in our minds, in our brains. Now, I realize there's different reasons why women cannot be getting wet. This can be can be hormones, menopause, perimenopause. All kind. There's a lot of I, there's a lot of different medical reasons why this could be ongoing. So, Julie, I would recommend. First thing I would ask is, you know, have you spoken to your doctor about this? There might be something they can give you. I know there's creams, estrogen creams, and things like that. If you're in, if this is you know hormone based, there's definitely things you can do about this. So don't suffer in silence. Also, if it's I don't know if it's just like. Are you experiencing like, is this a problem when you're, when you should be getting aroused and you can't, then, you know, I would say that's something that you might want to talk to your doctor about. Now, I, I will say that I don't know any of the medical reasons behind it, but that, that Foria sex oil has made a huge difference in my sensitivity during sex. I mean, like I said, it just gets the blood flow down there. I mean, that CBD, it does something. It really does. I mean, it makes sense because we know that we kind of know what pot can do to you if you're ingesting it or smoking it. And I know that that's different. This is CBD, but you get the benefits of it without getting high. But I'm telling you, I swear my pussy is getting high. I mean, it really <laughs> helps. Now, that being said, I won't lie. You know I that I have said that I am always very wet. There's, It's true. I'm always very wet because I'm thinking about, because I'm, again, like I said, I'm sex-minded all the time, Julie. I've got this, it's always on my brain. It's always working. I'm always like, like my skin's always a little bit on fire. Like I want to be touched. I want to be grabbed and fucked and you know I'm all, it's always this undercurrent on a daily basis it's really kind of hot I mean but I'll tell you when it's not hot when it's inconvenient is no joke I like to I love to wear like um you know just real comfy loose like cotton cottony shorts you know and sometimes the legs are really wide on those and I don't like to wear underwear so this is just, this is just around the house mind you right because otherwise I'd be flashing you know anybody with these wide leg shorts um but no, when I'm walking around, like sometimes I'll be standing up in the kitchen or brushing my teeth or whatever, literally a drip will like come down and like smack my foot. I mean, like I'll feel it. I'm like, did that just really happen? And I'll look down and there's just a big old spot of wetness that just fell out of my pussy right down onto my, onto my feet or the floor. And I'm just like, really? Did that really? I mean, like it's always kind of juicy. I don't <laughs> So basically, there's always a big old snail trail. And if I have wonder underwear on, like there's always it's just it's always going on. It's 
I would say like, it sounds kind of gross, but I kind of like it. And it'll actually go through like yoga pants. And if I don't have underwear on, you know, it's like all of a sudden it's going through my yoga pants. I always got to be kind of think about that. Like, are these, what color am I wearing? You know, like it's okay with the black, but (laughs) anything light. Anyway, so yeah, Uh, Julie, I just say, you know, talk to your doctor about it and start there. And then also just do a little test with yourself, like really uh, stop and think about sex, touch yourself a little bit, look at something visually stimulating that turns you on, something that gets you hot and do that like 10 times a day and try it for a week and see like, am I wetter throughout the day? Like, is does this get me fired up? Uh, I think sometimes for women, you know, the way we're wired, it's just a lot of it's mindset and you get in that, you know, you just get out of that sex minded mode. And so I hope that helps. Uh, also, I did get the, you know, I don't know, like I said, if there's any pain around you having sex like it's dry but I did get those suppositories from Foria and I'm going to try those too they're supposed to be great for like anal uh, which as you know your anus doesn't lubricate so that'll be I'm really looking forward to using that I'm just in the mood for some anal lately I'm telling you woof I don't know what's come over me like I want it bad kind of want it rough too like yeah (laughs) I want fully stuffed I want to be fully, I want fingers in me. I want my vibrator on my clit and I want a big old dick in my ass. (laughs) That's what I'm like really wanting. But I want to try the suppositories and see how that works. So I read good reviews about them. They're supposed to like, if there's any kind of pain, it's supposed to just really relax you. So I'm going to give those a shot. I will report back to you, Julie. But if you're interested in that stuff, I do have a link. I'll put a link again in the show notes to this episode so that you can click through and get some, try some out. Tell me how it works and get a little bestie discount when you use my link. Okay, let's see here. Next question. Layla, I would like to know, do you get nervous when you sleep with someone new? How long does it take you? How many dates before you will fuck someone? How can you be comfortable with total strangers? I can't seem to bring myself to have casual sex. This is from Sophia. Well, you know, it's, uh, hey, listen, it may not be for you. Casual sex may not be for you. It is not for everybody. So, you know, that's that's kind of the first thing that I would say to you is that you don't necessarily have to do casual sex. It, you know, maybe you need more of committed, has to be more of a committed format. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But just kind of, you know, getting back to me, do I get nervous when I sleep with someone new? Uh, not usually. Not usually. I mean, I think if I look back in my, go back in my memory banks, I was nervous the first time I slept with Titanic, right? Because that was, yeah, I was definitely nervous about that. He really put me at ease though. He was great. I mean, honestly, even though it didn't, you know, in the long run, didn't work out. He was super considerate for that first time knowing I hadn't had sex in three and a half years. And he just made me feel so comfortable. I was absolutely, I was a little nervous, a little nervous, but that was just probably excitement and nervousness. You know, I'm, I'm closing a chapter here, like closing this celibacy of three and a half years and I'm starting something new. So I was nervous with him, but he put me at ease. And then probably the only other person that I would get nervous with or ever got nervous with was Cowboy N. I mean, like literally he could make me shake. Like I would be nervous and it took a long time to not be nervous. And then it was interesting because sometimes I would still get nervous this just super, super level of excited energy, like would make me tremble a little bit. Like even after, even after I, you know, was seeing him for a while, 
And that was kind of, honestly, that was probably ongoing because I was always like, what is he going to do to me? What is this man going to do to my body? I never knew. And he always had a different angle and had something different in mind. And so, and just the look on his face, you know, the way he would look at me, you know, I would, I'd be like, oh my God, like you just knew you were in for it. And I love that kind of half scared, half turned on, like excitement, like that nervous energy that like just seriously resonates through your body. And like, it would make me like tremble and shake a little bit. I fucking love that. (laughs) Oh God. Now that I miss, that I miss because that's just, that's just some damn good shit going on when your body's like, oh yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I was equal parts excited, equal parts scared. I, yeah. So, but I mean, but as a general rule, no, I'm, I make this, it's, this is all, it's fun and enjoyable. And when I decide that I'm going to have sex with somebody. It's just, I want to be there and I genuinely like them. That's why, you know, if you listen to the previous episode where I said some strings attach, literally, this is why, you know, I want to have that attachment. I want that excitement and I want to be comfortable and like that person. There has to be some things in you that I find redeeming and interesting. And when I say friends with benefits, it's emphasis on the friends. Yes. That we, you know, this is somebody you can hang out with. You can go grab a drink with. You, They could call you and be like, hey, meet me down at this place and let's have a beer or whatever. You know, yeah. You know, like that's, these have to be people that I genuinely want to spend time with in and out of the bedroom. So Because of that, I'm usually not super nervous. It's usually more fun than nerves. All right. So I hope that, uh, I hope that answers your question, Sophia. Okay. Let's see. Next one. Oh, (laughs) I actually answered this already directly. This is Daniel from my texting group, but I thought I'd share this because this is kind of, there's some funny stuff behind this. He said, how would one get to hear you having sex? You should make that a reward for something. Well, okay, I'm guaranteeing it will not be like a Patreon tier. You're not going to get that. But uh, no, I basically, no one's, you know, unless you're, the only way you're going to hear me having sex is if you're legitimately having sex with me. That's how you can hear me having sex. Or you're watching some old porn that we made together. I, but aside from that, I, I just don't. I won't ever put myself, I won't share pictures of myself in a sex act, even without my face and even without the other person's face. And I won't show pictures of myself in a sex act ever. So these are just things that are done out of respect for the other party and myself and, and just my privacy. Like you can't get the, that stuff back if it's ever floating around out there, even hearing me. It's just, it's too intimate. I just don't want to, I don't want to share that stuff. I'll tease with it. I like to tease and, you know, I might get right on, I'll, I I can ride that line and get into that gray zone. But I certainly, you know, there's, I know where the point is and I know where the line is. Now, interesting story I will share with you. I did make, and this is kind of a good one to come off of after last episode, last this Tuesday's episode, which was about homemade porn, I made a masturbation video that I made for, well, I really made it, honestly, I really made it for Cowboy Inn and I sent it to him. And then I also shared it with Mr. Big. Of course, he he likes to see what I'm doing. But uh, so it went to those, went to those two. It was a large video and I had, I didn't want to keep it on my phone. So I put it in my Google Drive. Well, one morning I get on my Google Drive and, uh, if you guys have Google Drive, if you're familiar with that, whatever you looked at last is like popped up. It'll show you like these are the last things you've looked at. So I'm looking at that and there is that video like right in my face. I'm like, what the fuck? 
I didn't watch it. I, I did not want, I, I don't want to watch myself. I would prefer to watch me with someone else. <laughs> not me by myself doing the solo act. Anyway, well, I had, turns out at the time, I haven't leaked here. I haven't not leaked this story. At the time I had hired somebody. This is not the guy I have now. This was the guy I had before that I had to fire. Apparently somebody on his team, because they have access to my Google Drive for the podcast episodes, got into, and I gave them, this is my fault. I didn't think about this. I gave them access to everything in the Google Drive, the whole drive, not just a, a specific file. I've since made that correction, but so the guy that used to do my editing for my podcast said that it was somebody on his team, whether or not it was or it wasn't, whether it was him or somebody on his team, I don't know, could be somebody on his team. Anyway, somebody watched me. (laughs) The good news is it was just me. That was the only video that was in there. And so that's good. Nobody saw me with anybody else because again, I would I would feel worse about somebody else's privacy being invaded. So it was just me. And um, I fired the guy and changed the settings on my Google Drive. And I also, uh, what did I do? I fired him and then I changed the settings so that he couldn't access it anymore. And then now moving forward, I only give access to the specific folders that people need access to. The other thing I did was I actually deleted that video. It's gone. So um, it's no longer available. Nobody can watch it anymore. Yeah, I just was like, I didn't need it floating around and I don't personally need it. The person I made it for, you know, they saw it, served its purpose. Mr. Big got to watch it. He liked it. That's it. Done. So I deleted it. (laughs) There's a little, uh, everybody think carefully about where you store this stuff. Where you're storing your homemade porn is important. I don't recommend keeping it on your phone. Get it onto a drive somewhere and make sure that nobody else has access to it. I would say Google, as far as hacking and iTunes or Apple are pretty good about protecting that stuff. So just don't be stupid like I did and give the... Uh, sometimes I, as smart as I think I am, I overlook some obvious things. I, you know, I really trust people and I expect that when somebody tells me, you know, when that they're honest and that they're on the up and up, I give them that benefit of the doubt. I just don't, until I have a reason to believe otherwise, you really get my full trust. So that's why I say you only get one shot to uh, show me something different. I absolutely take it to heart and moving forward, you will no longer be a part of my little, my little world. Okay. Um, Let's see. Next one. I love your Tumblr feed so hot. How are you always on there? This is from a naughty follower. Well, naughty follower, I'm not always on there. I know people have asked me this over the years. I, um, so for my stuff like that, I have a queue. And, um, so I pick all the stuff that I like, you know, I mean, it, it's like I curate the content and I put it into a queue or other content, you know, will be made by someone else. And then they put it in a queue. That's more like the Instagram stuff where the stuff is specific and made for here's a little gif or here, or here's a little, yeah, whatever. So yeah, basically, no, I'm, I'm not, I know it looks like I'm on there. Like I'd be on there like every day, all day around the clock. No, the queue runs it's set to run. And every once in a while, I pop on there and I'll start put, like, I'll manually put, like, I'll get in there. And as I'm seeing stuff, I get sucked in. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, that's sexy. Oh, that's hot. Oh yeah. I want to post that. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's this weird, it's this weird thing. Like 
you just want to post it now. Post it now. You know, like it has to go up now. I can't wait. I don't want to put this in the queue. It's going to get buried. You know, like, yeah, every once in a while something. So I just pop it up. But yeah, for the most part, it's 80% run on a queue. So, and then I, the times are different. So that's how, that's why it's running. You know, I'll say post this many posts in a 24 hour period. So it helps for my international listeners that they have stuff coming up, you know, when it's in their time zone. So there you go. Good question. Thank you for asking. Naughty follower. Thank you for being a naughty follower. Okay. All right. Here's my last one, Layla. I'm, oh no, it's not my last one. Okay. Second to the last. Sorry. Layla, I'm a new listener and I started at the beginning like you recommended. I'm so disappointed to hear that you don't like 69. (laughs) Have you changed your mind on that? I hope so. Luke. Okay, Luke. No. Okay, I know you listened to that episode. That was you're right, but as that's like one of the that's one of the first ten episodes I did. Okay, Luke. No, I. It's not that I don't like sixty nine, and I don't take it that way. I do. It's just not the thing. Is I love oral sex, so I love giving and receiving, and I just really prefer that when one of those is going on, that either I get to fully enjoy what you're doing to me or that you get to fully enjoy what I'm doing to you. Plus, I feel like for me, I'm more focused when I'm just when I'm just 100% focused on you and making your dick feel good. I mean, don't you want that? Don't you want me 100% focused on making your dick feel good? Or do you want me 50% focused on it? Because my jaw gets looser, I get a little sloppier, you know, it's like, I'm getting a lot of pleasure. It's hard to, you know, you're making me feel so good. I'm like, uh, 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 you know, focusing on that. And then I'm, it's all over the place. So all I'm saying is, yes, I mean, definitely, of course I do 69. I, you know, have that, I do that. But my preference would be that it's one or the other. I like a focused, concentrated, good oral sex session. That's my preference. Okay. All right. Now here's the last one. Kind of went long guys. All right, this one. I love hearing you talk about sex. I listen to you on my commute and I love how you get me hard in public on public transit. <laughs> Can you say my name and tell me in explicit fun detail what you love the most about sex, Ben? Okay, Ben, I just said your name. Well, Ben, let me tell you, whew, there's a lot I love about sex, Ben, and it uh, starts with me thinking about it starts with what you're doing to me outside of the bedroom. It starts with me anticipating being with you, especially if I know how good you are, Ben, the way you touch my body, the way you grab me, the way you feel the weight of you on top of me. I love the way a man smells and his skin on my skin. Oh, that just, that gets me on fire, Ben. And then I love the way you tease me and you play with me. And I mean, you just cover every inch, every inch, Ben. You don't just go right for it. You're going to start with some great kissing because, Ben, I know you're a great kisser. And then you're going to work your way down and you're going to play with my nipples because, oh, my God, the minute you do, it's like bolts of electricity going right to my clit and it's going to start to throb and that pussy is going to get so, so wet, Ben. (gasps) Oh my God, yes. It's going to start to drip all the way down. Hopefully your fingers are in there, Ben, and you're rubbing my G-spot and you're getting me so excited. I can't wait. I know I'm begging for it. See, now, now, Ben, my mind is racing and I'm begging. I'm begging in my mind like, oh my God, when is he going to fucking, please stop teasing me. Just fuck me. Just fuck me really hard. I need that cock inside me. And that's what I love about sex, Ben. 
I hope you enjoyed that. And I hope that got you really hard on public transit. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. You know, I love you guys. Love you loads. Stay safe. Thank you for listening. Please keep downloading. Yes, keep me in the top 50. Oh, I love you. All right, we'll talk soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com. 